0: John Davies has a method, an approach he systematically developed over a career spanning three decades. He's proven it to be invaluable for dozens of industries and thousands of projects facing public acceptance. Up until now, the method has only been available to his select client list. John is unpacking his insight and wealth of knowledge to overcome opposition and earn public support for the first time right here. Throughout these episodes, we'll take a deep dive, step-by-step with John into his strategies to overcome opposition and create support. Nothing is free in this world, but good ideas are priceless. The show could be just the thing you've been looking for. I'm Mark Sylvester. Now, let's get started and talk with John. Welcome back to the show. John, I'm really interested, now that we've gotten the message out, you say that the fourth step is cultivate, and it's about cultivating relationships, but what's the goal of this step?
1: Well, so if someone says, I support you, we need to transition them from being a supporter to being an advocate.
0: Well, as a supporter, I'm an advocate. What's your difference? How do you define those two?
1: Well, to get someone to be an advocate, we've got to educate them. To educate them, they've got to be motivated. So years ago, when I'd do the steps of doing this, it would educate, motivate. And then I had the flash of the obvious one day. How can I get someone to be willing to be educated without them being motivated? So first step is, hey, yeah, I'm with you. That's cool. I like this wind farm. Our community, great for the environment. Love that it's going to help farmers. You know, the kids' schools falling apart be great. Our community could use this. I'm in. But is he going to go tell his neighbor? Is he willing to step up? Because his neighbor is saying, "Well, you know, wind wind turbines kill kill lots of birds every year," and he's not armed with a positive story yet we need to educate him and get him in the game. And by getting him to say, I support is the first step. So we get, he says he supports, we seal that, that support with a commitment. So he's gonna be consistent. Now we need to cultivate a relationship with him and we need to have a relationship with him. So one of the things we do in, in the Cultivate is we have uh, a supporter event and we call it a cultivation event. So we invite all these supporters to join us and we're just, come on by, let's have a barbecue, let's have a picnic, let's get together at the, the, the Elks or the Grange or the whatever, and whatever we can find, and we bring in great food. I think
0: you've, I've heard you say this before, like, you've, you, you emphasize that, and the great you know, food. I was a yeah. chef in a former life, and so I, I love hearing that. Why is that important?
1: Well, well uh, first, let's talk food. For a minute okay why is breaking bread so important it's the la- it's community it's
0: it's where we actually uh, we're vulnerable like right. we're eating
1: right when you eat you're filling a hole in your mouth yep. with various objects on various objects it's just you're vulnerable the other is it changes your blood sugar it changes your chemi- chemistry in your body and it changes who you are so if you're you're bonking a little bit and you go to the barbecue and we can't pick you up a little bit that's good. And if we have good food, if I'm telling you, if I get to go to your house for dinner and I know how good you are as cooking and I've had your food, I start salivating around two in the afternoon thinking I'm having dinner at your house at around six. I start thinking about I'm like, well, I'm not going to have much for lunch today. I'm going to go. And so people start thinking about, but if you serve them horrible food, it's like, oh, I really support this thing, but do I really have to go have those? Those stale sandwiches. So and it doesn't have to be expensive, it just has to be tasty and well done. So we really push on that. So let's say we have this event this cultivated cultivation event. We we uh, a whole bunch of things happen at this event. People show up and they look around the room and say there's 200 300 people here. So 2-300 people probably is 120 households. Cuz we say bring family And, but I mean, that's a big crowd. That feels really good. So all of a sudden, I don't feel alone supporting the wind farm. All of a sudden I feel like I'm on the right team. I know there's people fighting it, but all of a sudden I go, well, wow. I didn't know this many people were on the same side. And so that's why we don't make this into a rally. We don't make it into a public event. We don't invite the media. This is just, hey, come on by. We're just going to want to thank you for your support, uh, meet you face-to-face, you know, have some good food and just uh, give you some updates, short updates.
0: Now, I can imagine that you and your team, you live and breathe this. Mm -hmm. How are the executives of the wind company in this environment? Do you have to do some coaching?
1: Well, of course. I mean, and so... There, there there's so many times we have projects that last longer than wind farms last where we have numerous one of these and I love going to them at the end and uh, and uh, why I love going to them at the end is seeing the growth of the executives the team the project manager and their ability to connect with people that they think they're they're addressing their uh, their best friends they have a relationship. There's hugs, there's handshakes. When they stand up to speak, there's applause. I mean, these, these are people all working in the same direction for something they believe in. So that, think about that. That's a, that's a beginning of a relationship and relationships need to be cultivated. And to cultivate a relationship, you gotta have a face-to-face event. And so that's, that's why we do those events. And, and uh, they, they like it and it helps us another way. We create reciprocity. So if they come and, you know, when they have a great, we have a great barbecue. I mean, it's like killer barbecue. And it doesn't have to be, you know, steaks and chickens. It can be burgers and dogs and chicken breast sandwiches. But it's done well. You know, that we create something really special for them. They show that we care and that they're special to us. And they'll do the same for us. Because reciprocity is, is, is we return to people as they give to us.
0: It feels like in the continuum of touch points you've had with this community, that's on brand to be very
1: personal. It, it is. It is. And the other part is uh, it, it, it creates a social proof. So we're being really personal with them. So, again, in the science of persuasion, there's a thing called social proof. And that is if people I like, people I trust, people I look up to think something's right I'm feeling good about feeling that it's right too so when they walk into room their people are similar to me and there's a lot of them I'm like I'm on the right team I used to do an experiment to play with this so I take a group of people and uh and I'd used to videotape was so much fun take a group of people so I take one of them we're downtown in in the district of Columbia and uh have have one person stand on a corner and look up at a tall building in the middle of a busy pedestrian time. What happens when that guy's looking up, when people walk by?
0: Everybody looks up. No. They don't?
1: Two out of ten will look up. One guy's just looking up.
0: You have video proof, of course. Yeah, two
1: out of ten do it. Now I take ten more people on the same street corner and have ten people look up. Now what happens when people walk by? Everybody's Everyone looking. Everyone looks. I mean it's like 11 out of 10 people look up. I mean it's <laughs> – it's they cannot help looking up. So what just changed is one person looking up versus a lot. So when a lot of people are doing something, it's the right thing to do.
0: Isn't that called the
1: bandwagon effect? It Exactly. It's exactly the bandwagon effect. It's totally what it is. And I mean you think about all, all the things in our society that have become – be- become sought after because other people are seeking after it and you know that that if some you know so that's called scarcity but but it's but it works because other people like it so let me see
0: if i've got this right so the goal of cultivation is to get them to move to take action and we soften them if you will with a lot of love and 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 sincere let's get you in the same place, and I start to see. I look around. Now they're motivated. The stage is set. How do you do? You then how do you
1: educate them? Because okay. now now well, that's now, what you want to do, right? Now we're constantly, so look, look, the way you just said it feels very manipulative. I'm, I'm right that we the deal is it. It's a process that is using psychology to get people involved. And, and if you didn't have a good motive for it, which is called con artist, you can use the same thing. But you only can con someone once. You can't con someone over and over. So this has to be true, transparent, real people who have the ability to connect with people. What we just did is what, the, what everyone's seeking, community connecting over something they believe in. We have a shared value. We have a shared belief. We think renewable energy is good for the environment. We think renewable energy is good for this community. We're getting together. We're creating a community. We're creating a relationship about something positive. How crazy is that in a world we live in today? And we do it by following steps that make it work better. And so I want to make sure that people don't feel uncomfortable with that. And so now they're there. So how do we educate them? Well, first off, they're, we're now pen pals. We're, we're in this together. And so we're going to forward them information. If they give us the email, we're going to do an email because that's everyone's preferred means of getting things. And, but we're not going to abuse it. And we're not going to abuse it by giving them too many or too much in an email. I try try never to do an attachment that's complicated. It's a paragraph. It's something you can read in that one pane on your iPhone unless you have the font set so big that you can read it quickly and you're like, oh, that's cool. And here's a link to go someplace and get more information. So if you really care, people want to hear more and get more. And then if we have bigger things to do, we'll send it to them in the mail. And we'll give them a preview and then we'll give them the big document they want to read it that's up to them Uh, on this cultivation event when we invite them we also send it in the mail and it's creative it's fun and it's interesting it's not a boring invitation mean, it'll have a a really nice graphic look. It'll play off what we're doing for the food and for the time and the place. And it makes it look like it's going to be as fun as it will be. I mean, we've had events with 2,000 people in an ice arena in British Columbia. My favorite event we had in Brownsville, Texas, is we had a bucking bull. One of those those ride the the bull. And our client was like 6'8 and weighed like 290 and he of course everyone's doing you know the Gotta see 70 year old 75 year old oh I have videos the 70 75 year old woman got on it and you know you put it on the slow mo and we put we put him on it put it on full hit cuz he went down really hard you know he was he played basketball in college and was serious so it was but it's a fun day and a fun afternoon and you that's now we have a relationship now we have reciprocity now they look around and say, I want to play with these people. We're all pulling in the same direction. By the way, you got a bumper sticker? It's like one project we did. We didn't have bumper stickers, and a guy on the project, the supporter, went out and printed bumper stickers for us. For you? For And they were awful, but they became popular. And the craziest thing, it's in British Columbia. It was at this arena. Three years later, I'm driving on a mountain pass in California, and I see one of the bumper stickers. That's, that's the ultimate, right? So you bring these people there. Now, what do you want them to do to get educated? We're giving them information. We will have more of these events, by the way. Uh, for oh, the, so it's
0: not just not one. Not
1: just one. The, the events get a little simpler. Uh, my favorite are breakfasts. Why? Because they're cheap. <laughs> well, sure, because it's the client is there's John. No, John, there's n- no, John there's what do you no, have to do next? There's no – There's no, uh, I mean, we'll serve beer and wine at the evening events. Yeah, you don't eat lobster at breakfast, right? And and you know, we'll have a, we'll have a, a a pancake breakfast, and half the time we do it and bring in like a food bank or some charity that needs cans or used clothes, and that'll be part of our deal. And we give them an update: here's what's happening. Have some community members speak, and you can do that for ten, twelve bucks a head, and uh, and then we get the executives cooking the the pancakes. That's my favorite part, by the way because they're, they're serving people food. I mean, it's that whole idea. So is this a lot of work? Yeah. It's a lot more work to do everything else, sitting at the county fair, walking in and out of offices without relationship or good messages. And it's a lot of work to spend five years trying to get a wind farm approved and lose.
0: Well, that's what I'm thinking is that, I mean, the, the title of the series is Overcome Opposition. Yeah. And you're you're giving us these lessons because you know they work. And you know they work in this order. Right. And that if we, the listener, takes this advice and does things in this order, it's going to work. It, will, mean, it will work. I, you you're, your winning you ratio I, is you, what?
1: Oh, we win eight and a half out of 10 projects in every industry. And we're talking tough battles where we have uh, international uh, opposition groups coming in. But you know, the the deal is how do we know it works? it's like you're playing tennis right and uh, and you have your your shoulder just hurts every time you do a backhand you go to your doctor you go, my shoulder hurts every time i do a backhand the doctor is going to try to give you some therapy but the other thing is going to say step around the backhand and use a forehand so i've learned how to do these things and what works and we're constantly changing it in each cultural shift and media shift because I'll do it wrong and I'll figure out that I never want to have my shoulder hurt. I never want to have the pain of going through something that doesn't work. So we've learned by trying things and and refining. So
0: stay on that for a second, because that's interesting. Tell me if you could remember the the last phase shift, if you will, that thing you said, gosh, we were always doing this and it always worked. And all of a sudden that's not working anymore.
1: Well, uh, the hardest is Is you know, in the moment that we found after very difficult national political elections. uh, The year, year and a half, the last two people are, there's a a little more animosity, a little more anger. And and then the people that are a little more grace-filled and quiet have more reluctance and you can't go after them hard so if i want to fire someone up and and get them to come to a hearing where as we're getting near the end of a project i mean there's nothing better than telling them that the opponents are going to be there and if you don't come they're going to speak for you i mean that i mean that used to be volume 10 or elon musk or whatever the band was You turned the volume on a scale one to ten to eleven and that turned it up to a level saying that and pushing that would get people to come. They don't want the opponents to speak. Well, that doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work anymore because people don't want to go to a meeting where there's going to be bad discourse. There's going to be ugly discourse. Again,
0: I don't want to see my parents fight.
1: Exactly. And before people were like, I'm willing to stand up and fight. Now it's like, well, the fight gets ugly on my side. I'm on the the honest side. So our our deal is to turn this into a grace-filled discussion. And so we we have to do a lot of work with local government entities that when things get ugly, we start working with them to try to calm it down, get their the people chairing the meeting to the to have a stronger gavel that they don't let people yell at one another. We never had to do that before. That's one of our keys.
0: John, I I so appreciate hearing each one of these steps and the rationale behind them and how over all of the years you've been able to figure out, you know, why do we do this one now? What's the next one? Where do we emphasize? What is something that someone, again, we we like to give homework on the show. So what's the homework on
1: cultivation? Really simple. You have people in a community that you're working on. And, uh, You've met them. They say your friend, they're a supporter. Write them a letter and say thank you. I so dear just Mark. That just that. that was so great to see you and meet you, and that you are in support of what we're doing. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you again. I hope I can count on you to share your uh, support with others.
0: Simple thank you note. Yeah,
1: I, how crazy is that? In handwritten, not in an email. How about? A card that you put this little thing you put in the top right-hand corner. It's called a stamp. And you don't even have to link it anymore. And you send it along. I mean, think about when you get a card. It's so special, right?
0: There was a TEDx talk recently in the
1: last year about
0: handwritten notes. Yeah.
1: By the way, there's a company. Have you heard of this company called Bond? And they'll write them for you? Oh, it's better than that. They used to – there was a place that I used in Ely, Wisconsin, that they had groups of uh, women come in, older women and older men, retired, who'd come in and they sit at tables and write notes over and over and over. We, we've done it in our office. We still do it. But uh, Bond is they will get your handwriting or simulate – they will use your handwriting or simulate your handwriting, creating a font, and you can send them a note and a list and they will send handwritten notes done by a a Montblanc pen fountain pen if you'd like the color of your choice you can send the information from your phone to bond for them to write the note
0: okay so i got to talk to my friend john davies about that cuz i feel a little bit like maybe i'm breaking integrity there like shouldn't
1: that person actually write that note you I mean, did I, you wrote the note didn't you you wrote you wrote the statement so I wouldn't do that when I'm sending it to one. You can, by the way, with bond. So you just walk out of a meeting. You don't have your note card in front of you. You don't have the information. You go on your bond account. You say who you're going to send it to. You say what you want to say. You look at the proof. So you still have the intent. Well, you got to write it. you got to do it. And by the way, it's a lot easier to go home, take the card out of the file or buy a card and send it, in a lot cheaper. So, yeah. But when you're sending it to a whole community, we vary it. I'd have a problem sending it from bond where the same message and handwriting was there. So we vary it, the, the feel of what it says. Because we also, by the way, we know the relationship with every right. person in the list. Right. We, we've divided them into groups of people. By the way, landowners need a different touch. The other thing landowners need is to know that there's other people in the community that are standing up for them because what do they feel like
0: well they're out there on their own they feel like a pariah yeah I, hey, by the way i really that.
1: appreciate that these are going a little longer than the early ones and and the reason is is i really want to get as much detail as i can and i really and it's really hard because this is 35 years worth of things and i, know. I don't have 35 years of podcast to share it
0: and the audience doesn't want to wait 35 years to get success on their next project. So, yeah. John, thank you so much again. We're almost done. We've got one episode left. And we And we're going to talk about uh, how you ask for help, mm-hmm. and which is that key fifth step. And then we're going to wrap up the series. So I, I look forward to talking to you one more time.
1: All right. Let's do that.
0: Thank you for listening. It's now your opportunity and responsibility to use the method today. You've completed one segment toward understanding the Davies Method. We look forward to you subscribing. Join us as we uncover and explain the nuances of John's distinctive approach. For more episodes, visit thedaviesmethod.com. I'm Mark Sylvester, recording at the Pullstring Press Studios in Santa Barbara, California.